0: to thrive welcome to the Thriveology podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life regardless of what life throws at you it's your life time to live it hey this is Lee Balcom, and this is the Thrivology podcast the podcast designed to help you thrive in your life no matter what's going on and this is kind of a big week at least in the United States This kind of knocks off the holiday season. We start with Thanksgiving. And, you know, sometimes Thanksgiving ends up being a, oh, let's move on to Christmas kind of day. It's followed by some big shopping, which has now encroached upon that day. And so, pretty much on a regular basis, on an annual basis, I've been here to say, hey, let's pause for a minute and focus on what this is about not so much the story behind it. I mean, we can get in debates about the story behind Thanksgiving as much as the day set aside for us to spend some time being thankful. What I'd kind of like to do is make that our regular routine. In fact, I find it to be so important that I've caked it in, I've baked it into my formula for my Thrive Journal. When people are using that Thrive Journal, it's getting them to be on a daily basis in a place of gratitude and thankfulness. And today I just kind of want to put those two words as being very closely aligned. Thankfulness, gratitude, we can use them interchangeably for what we're talking about today. You see, what I've realized is that we humans have this, what is probably most arguably the most dangerous And at the same time most powerful capacity as humans it's interesting it's both it's the most dangerous and the most powerful capacity we have as humans it's not like what we make right there there are important ways that what we're talking about this powerful capacity have caused us to make some destructive things and also some very constructive things but Today, I want to just think about that capacity we have as humans. So, what is that most dangerous and most powerful capacity we have? Well, it's our thoughts. It's simply that, that we can have thoughts, the capacity we have to think thoughts about the past, to think thoughts about what's going on now, and even think thoughts about what might happen in the future. That is the human capacity that both creates And brings discomfort to all of us. Think about how those thoughts shape your day-to-day life. Sometimes nothing different is going on around you than was yesterday, but you don't feel good. Or maybe yesterday you didn't feel good and today you do. Nothing outside of you has changed. Your bank account hasn't changed. The people around you haven't, haven't changed. Maybe the weather hasn't changed. Nothing around you has arguably changed much. And yet you are emotionally at a different place. There's one reason for that, and that's where your thoughts are at this point. Notice how your thoughts are shaping your emotions all the time. A lot of times people think that their emotions are independent of their thoughts, but just for a moment, let's just ponder that. Let's say that I suggested to you that I wanted you to make yourself as angry as possible. What would you do to make yourself feel the emotion of anger? Well, if you're like most people, you would start thinking about something or some time or someone who made you angry. If I wanted you to make yourself sad, the same thing. You would think about something. You would find some way of thinking and reflecting on something that made you sad. So the same is true for our positive emotions. Let's say that I wanted you to make yourself happy. You would think of a time when you were happy. So our thoughts are shaping our emotions. Here's the interesting thing, just as we just demonstrated, you have the capacity of changing your state, your state of being, simply by thinking about things differently. We do it every day. Let's say you have had a hard day and uh, you're really upset about whatever happened around you, the relationships around you, maybe something at work happened, and maybe you take a drive. And let's say that drive takes you into the beautiful, let's say, fall leaves for this time of year. And you look around, nothing has changed in those relationships. Nothing has changed anywhere around you. But those fall leaves bring you some different thoughts. And so you start thinking about how you love fall or how you love the weather, the Christmas of the air or something like that. And suddenly your state has changed. Or let's say that you've been worried about something, and suddenly you get a new perspective on it. Maybe nothing has actually changed in what was true about that situation, but your perspective somehow changed. Your same emotional state changed. Our thoughts are what drive our state of being. And unfortunately, we don't tend to that on a day-to-day basis very well. You can test that out anytime you want simply by deciding to change your state by changing your thoughts. Let's say you're having, I mean, you could do it from a good day too. Let's say you're having a good day and you want to ruin it. Start thinking about the places where things aren't where you want them to be. The relationships aren't where you want them to be, where there are things getting in your way where you don't have what you want and your day is going to come to a screeching halt. The fun of the day is going to come to a screeching halt. But conversely, you can do the same thing when things aren't going your way, to look for the place that's a bit better, to think about times in your life that have been better. That's our capacity of controlling our state of being just by noting the thoughts that are happening. Let's take it one step further. When we realize this fact, then when we're having negative thoughts in our head, one of the things that can happen is that we begin to notice we're having those negative thoughts. And so maybe you're thinking about how upset you are about something going on around you, and suddenly you're able to say, wow, look at me having these thoughts about how I'm upset about what's going on around me. And suddenly you have a bit of a different perspective on what's going on around you. And you see, gratitude is just that. It's a perspective. It's an outlook Last, uh, just a couple of weekends ago, uh, I was at my nephew's uh, wedding. Uh, he and his wife um, had a beautiful ceremony. We were outside. It was one of those days where we were a little concerned about that outside wedding, right? It can always turn, turn different in November, but suddenly that day was a beautiful day. Their wedding service was kind of at the end of sunlight, and uh, at that evening, uh, as the night came on, uh, they were reveling in their good time. Now, there's one extra uh, fact to this. My nephew's wife's mother has been sick with cancer for a long time. And She was able to come to the wedding, and it was very touching to see her. She even had a chance to dance to an Abba song. It was, it was a touching moment to see, and she gave a toast. Now, here she is having struggled with cancer for quite a while, and in her toast, she was able to talk about all the blessings that she saw in her life, how grateful she was for seeing all the blessings that have surrounded them throughout her life. Remember this, she is facing a terminal disease and she's able to talk about how blessed she has been. It was a touching moment for all of us to hear this person who was able to take a perspective even through the tough times and think about what had been given to her, the the gratitude she had for the life that she had. Now, the end of the story is three days later, she passed away. But in that moment, I've locked in on the fact that this woman who was facing the end of her life was still able to see the blessings of her life because she chose perspective. Gratitude is always a perspective and an outlook. Now, understand that for many of us, We have to find a way through that because scarcity is kind of the default setting for us. If we're not careful, we'll fall into a perspective of scarcity, of what we don't have. When we feel like we don't have things, we don't feel particularly thankful. So scarcity is at the opposite end of abundance. Gratitude comes from an awareness of some abundance in your life. No matter what's going on around you, scarcity is what's against it. There are some reasons that our default is scarcity. It makes sense in terms of our ancient ancestors feeling like they didn't have enough to keep them looking for more. Let's say that at about this time of year, our ancestors kind of sat back and said, well, you know, I have enough. Everything's good. Got a little bit of, uh, of uh, kindling out there, and uh, we got a little beef jerky back here and some, some uh, good turnips, and we'll be good they might not have lasted the winter. But if that same time they were going, we don't have enough, we need to find more, and they spent their time searching for other sources to get them through the winter, they had a better chance of surviving and passing on their genetics. So our genes pull us towards, our DNA pulls us towards looking for scarcity as a way of surviving and making sure that we get through times that maybe we didn't know were coming. Scarcity keeps us looking for more. But scarcity also locks us into thinking we don't have enough and in a way thinking that's not fair. Scarcity often has us in comparison mode. Scarcity keeps us looking at how others have more than we do. And the next piece of that is feeling like that's not fair. And when we get to that place, instead of feeling blessed, we feel like we're out of luck. Instead of feeling gratitude, we feel like we're owed something. And those thoughts shape our emotional life. What we know about the practice of gratitude is that it impacts our overall health. We now live in a culture where most of us don't experience a life-threatening scarcity. In fact, I would go so far as to say, If you're able to listen to a podcast, it is likely that you are not at risk, at imminent risk, as our ancestors would have been, and as still others in other parts of the world are in. We lose track of that, though, because we're comparing with those around us, but we're also comparing with what we deeply know about ourselves with what we surfacely know about other people. And why does that matter? Well, gratitude shifts our whole chemistry around. When we live in scarcity, we live in fear. When we live in fear, we create a stressful response in our body. It raises our cortisol levels. It disrupts our sleep patterns. It disrupts our digestion. It keeps us in flight-fight mode, which means that at any provocation we boil over, and have a strong reaction. It keeps us stressed out. It keeps us in the midst of many of the health concerns that people have that are stress-related. And more and more, we find that these chronic illnesses have some stress relation to them. Did you know that inflammation is stress-related? So many ways that our body reacts to the stress keeps us at a place of dis-ease. So we can change that by practicing gratitude. Now, I will warn you that practicing gratitude in a way that is helpful for you is not going to be one day this year. It's not going to be just on Thanksgiving Day, but it's something that you can nurture through your life to make it your new default. Rather than allowing scarcity to be the default, we can all work on the habit of gratitude to have that be more likely to be our reaction than scarcity. Abundance is where we switch to. By looking for it, by spending our time looking for the places where we are fortunate and have abundance. Now, I will tell you, I struggle with the right word uh, because fortune doesn't quite do it, blessing doesn't quite do it for me. But to have a place where we're looking for, where we have abundance begins to allow us to be grateful in what ways make sense to us. That leads to gratitude. So how do you activate this just to test it out? Let me suggest a little experiment since we're right here at Thanksgiving. It's a busy time. Sometimes in the midst of all the struggle to get the meal together and the relationships in the room and everybody in a good place, we lose track of that place of abundance. Sometimes I hear stories about families that finally get to their Thanksgiving dinner completely stressed out, upset with each other, and nobody feeling the Thanksgiving that's there. Nobody able to give thanks for what's around them. So let's take a switch. Look for the abundance this Thanksgiving. When you're getting ready, think about the fortune you have of being able to get ready. In so many other parts of the world, the capacity of making a meal like most people make on Thanksgiving is gone. The chance of having those people around you, that many people, those generations around you, it's gone. If you need to, find a place to be with the relationships that you want to enjoy. If you're not immediately surrounded by family, build your family. Find a place to revel in those relationships. But for a moment, pause. And think of the places and the ways that you're thankful of where you are, wherever that is. Think of the ways that you're thankful for the place where you are right now, for the place that surrounds you, for the things that you enjoy of the place you are right now, wherever it is, for the boundiness of this place right now. Think about that. Think about your gratitude for what you have Not what you don't have, but for the moment, think about your gratitude for what you do have. You have to remove the comparisons of anyone else, but just to say, look at what I do have. Maybe even look at where I've come from. For a moment, look at the relationships around you and the gratefulness you can have for those relationships. Now, your mind might in all of these things be going, yes, but and you're going to tell me about the relationships that aren't working or the things you don't have. And I'm just going to suggest that that is your mind drifting back to its automatic default state of scarcity and that you have a chance of reacting to that with another yes, but. Yes, there are troublesome relationships in your life, but what about the ones that bless you? Yes, you could have more in your life, but... What about what you do have in your life? Yes, you could be at a different place, but what about the place where you are? In other words, don't let the default of scarcity pull you away from the capacity of thankfulness that you have within you by changing your perspective. You need to recognize that most of us have the scarcity switch turned there. right? Our default is switched to scarcity, we get to decide if it's going to stay in that position or if we're going to flip it to gratitude, to abundance, and whether we're going to look for it. Understand that looking for it is a conscious effort. And it brings us back to the reality that we as humans have the capacity of allowing our thoughts to drive us down or pull us up, depending on whether we listen to the default or look for the abundance. This Thanksgiving... Let's all look for the places of gratitude, the places where we can experience thankfulness and abundance, no matter where we are, no matter what's going on around us. We can find the place to tune in and look for the places of abundance. This is Lee Balkum, wishing you a very thankful Thanksgiving, a chance of giving thanks for everything in your life. Make the switch to gratitude.